UGA Football News presents today's sports report. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's happening in the world of University of Georgia football. Of course, you know, it's kind of like a downtime at the moment, other than the fact that the Bulldog did the Bulldogs show out at the NFL Combine or not? I mean, seriously, did the, did the, I think we had 14 guys, 14 guys from uh, the University of Georgia football team invited to participate in the NFL Combine that happened over the past uh, weekend. And boy, did they ever show out. We'll be talking a little bit about that. Our our guys who are going to the NFL. And of course, the Combine, you know, you have to be invited. And so uh, what the NFL teams do, they get together, they decide on who's the top picks. And then they issue a, uh, you know, an invitation to these guys. And so they measure how big they are, you know, and how strong they are and how fast they can run and that kind of thing. And uh, it, it's it's and it's on television. Yeah, the NFL Network showed the whole shooting match, and it's kind of I didn't watch much of it to be honest with you. I, I didn't. I watched some, mostly the highlights. But it is it's kind of interesting now. If you're a, a if you're a college football junkie and our pro football, you know, really, you're you're in there big time. Uh, you know, the NFL Combine was your kind of thing. I, I just I watched some of the highlights. Um. Georgia had 14 players invited to participate in the NFL Combine more than any other college. You had to be invited. You couldn't couldn't just show up, you know. Uh, and boy, did the Georgia players ever show out! In fact, one of the guys at the NFL Network said, "Well, <laughs> Georgia won the national championship, and they also won the NFL Combine uh, because the Bulldogs really showed out." So we've got some things here in our stack of stuff. How you guys doing on the? Uh, Instagram, good to have you with us here. Uh, we're, we're originating from beautiful South Georgia. It was a balmy, what? What was it? 84 degrees today in South Georgia. Now, apparently, Friday night, it's going to be 27 degrees, and the high for Saturday is going to be like, what is it? 54. <laughs> so we're all going to be sick around here, and everything that's blooming and budding will be frozen to death. Uh, when we get this cool snap. But you know, there there's an old wives' tale, and it's pretty accurate, to be honest with you, in South Georgia, that you always have a cold snap before Easter. And it, it pretty is consistent, you know. You get this warm weather, you think, you know, uh, spring is here, summertime is not that far behind, and then the bottom will fall out. Winter will say, hey, I'm not done yet, and it'll come visit for a day or two. So that's what we're looking at for this weekend. So there you go. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about University of Georgia football. Kind of a downtime right now. Uh, the NFL Combine was there. Uh, the spring drills be open up on uh, March 15th for Georgia. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then the next big deal will be the G-Day game. That'll be the spring game. And that'll be a lot of fun. The, the stadium will be full. Last year, it was like partial capacity. Or G, uh, the G Day game, and and I was there, and it was cool. It was cool, but boy, <laughs> will that place? Will Sanford Stadium be filled to the capacity this year for G Day? You better believe it. It will be a celebration, and it will be loud and noisy, just like you like it. All right, so let's uh, let's get 
Let's get our weekly Arch Manning update. You want to? Uh, the, the perpetual question that is being asked these days is where will Arch Manning play college football? Well, watch the latest. Okay. Steve Wiltfong, Wiltfong of uh, 24, uh, 247 Sports says there are six teams still in the mix for Manning. Now, how he knows this, you know, we don't know. But anyway, that's what he says. And uh, according to this report, Arch Manning has reportedly has high interest in three schools. He kicked Clemson out, which that's understandable. Who wouldn't want to kick Clemson out? Anyway, he kicked Clemson out off his list. Uh, but the, this report says that uh, there are three schools that Arch Manning has a high interest in. Okay, Alabama, Georgia, and Texas. Uh, Arch is expected to make a decision over the summer, according to this report, after making some more school visits. A rising senior at Isidore Newman High School in New Orleans has thrown for 6,307 yards, 81 touchdowns, and rushed for 19 so far in his high school career. Now, the, the scuttlebutt is that uh, if, if among the three, Alabama, Georgia, and Texas, if there's a, a leader, kind of like a leader, it might be Texas. Um, but, you know, you never know. We'll, we, we shall see. Uh, the speculation is that Arch Manning will be on campus in Athens at the University of Georgia sometime this summer. Oh, there you go. Uh, there's a, a lot of discussion about who's going to win the Heisman Trophy in uh, 2022. Of course, Bryce Young, the winner uh, from last season, will be back at Alabama. He is the favorite to uh, repeat as the Heisman Trophy winner. But, you know, this is the time of the year when you you you, you kind of just, you know, you talk about stuff to try to fill in the gap between now and the time you kick off in September. So there's a discussion about who's going to win the Heisman Trophy in 2022. And according to the guys at ESPN, the top three on that list, the top three favorites to win the Heisman Trophy in 2022, interestingly enough, are all quarterbacks. Bryce Young from Alabama, C.J. Uh, Stroud from Ohio State, and Caleb Williams, who is now at uh, Southern California, USC. Uh, they are the pre presumptive favorites to win the Heisman Trophy in 2022 but but uh there was a roundtable discussion recently among espn's college football experts now i was not invited to participate a little hurt feelings a little hurt but that's all right in this roundtable discussion of college football experts <laughs> uh adam rittenberg said wait a minute guys i i have somebody i want to add to the list you know, you got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and, and Caleb Williams. Well, Adam Rittenberg says, hey, I want to add Stetson Bennett to that list of players to watch who might win the 2022 Heisman Trophy. Now, before you go to scoffing, maybe, about that, here's what, uh, here's what Rittenberg said. He said, this might shock some folks. But what about Georgia's Stetson Bennett? He's the returning starter for the uh, defending national champions. He ranked 
fourth nationally in pass efficiency last season. He was third in total quarterback rating. He will be leading an extremely talented offense under the same coordinator, Todd Munkin. He said, I realize why Bennett is so easily written off, but should he be? Shouldn't Stetson Bennett's name be added to the list of those who uh, might have good consideration to win the Heisman Trophy in 2022? Well, yours truly says, why not? I mean, seriously, Stetson Bennett played great quarterback last season, and he um, uh, it faced a lot of odds uh, going against him in a lot of ways and uh, won the uh, guided Georgia to win the national championship. So why not Stetson Bennett? Why not? That'd be a great story, wouldn't it? Here's the dogs that uh, the uh, Georgia players who uh, worked out at uh, the in India, Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium for the NFL Combine. Don't you know they enjoyed that? Going back to the same venue where they won the national championship. Don't you know they enjoyed that business? And what about the uh, Alabama wide receivers, you know? Uh, and and they're whining and complaining. Well, if I hadn't got hurt, we would have won that game. You know, I, yeah, both of them, Mitchie and the other guy, they both said, you know, the only reason Georgia won is because we got hurt. If we hadn't got hurt, then we would have won that game. Yeah, sour grapes, you know? But anyway, well... Yeah, some cold shoulders going on there up at Lucas Oil Stadium between the Georgia players and the Alabama wide receivers. Um, so here's here's from uh, Georgia who participated. Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, Lewis Seen, uh, Darian Kendrick, George Pickens, Channing Tindall, Jake Carmada, uh, running back James Cook, Jamari Saylor, Justin Schaefer, and Zamir White. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you know, you, 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 you look at, first of all, the, the, the dimensions of these guys, you know, the, the, the defensive guys, the linemen. And the, I mean, they, these are sculptured human beings and these are, you know, very, very well put together uh, human beings who can play uh, some uh, good football and fast. Uh, Georgia really showed up. Uh, you know, the University of Georgia, the players who participated in the NFL Combine really showed out, really showed the reason why Georgia won the national championship. Uh, cool. Now, uh, they, they, we'll focus in on a, on a couple. You got it. I mean, my word, Jordan Davis, what he did at the NFL Combine is unbelievable. Now, now, Jordan Davis, yeah, he's he's 6'6", officially 6'6", and 3'8". And he weighs 341 pounds. He is a huge human being. But what he did at the NFL Combine not only turned heads of uh, all the scouts who were there from the NFL teams, but got the attention of Hollywood and everybody else. I mean, it was amazing. So uh, it, it, even The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, pretty good actor, pretty good. Yeah, it, yeah, it, the, turned, you know, a, a, the former college football player turned pro wrestler and acting. 
Uh, even he gave a shout out to Jordan Davis. He said, "My, I can't repeat what he said. This is a family program. But he said, wow, this is really, really fast. So let's put, uh, here's the numbers in perspective for Jordan Davis. For starters, Jordan Davis measured in at 6'6", 341 pounds. He is taller than tight end Rob Gronkowski and heavier than 18-year offensive tackle Jason Peters. Davis ran a 4.78-second 40-yard dash. 4.78-second 40-yard dash. Just a little over, you know, 10 yards a second. That is faster. Listen to this. That is faster than quarterback Patrick Mahomes ran in the NFL Combine. Jordan Davis ran faster than, you know, Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is about the size of one of, you know, Jordan Davis's left leg. I mean, it's amazing. In the 10-yard split drill, Davis finished with a time of 1.68 seconds. That is quicker than NFL wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Davis also recorded a 32-inch vertical leap. That is more explosive than running back Jamal Charles when he went through the combine in 2008. <laughs> and to make things even more impressive, Jordan Davis leaped 10 feet, 3 inches in the broad jump. That is three inches longer than tight end Jimmy Graham of the NFL. And listen to this. I mean, seriously, listen to this. Jordan ran a 4.78 40-yard dash. Jerry Rice ran a 4.71 40-yard dash. In other words, Jerry Rice would have outrun Jordan Davis in the 40-yard dash by an eyelash. I mean, what Jordan Davis did at the NFL Combine was just unbelievable. And uh, I loved seeing, you know, the, the replays of it, and then they put all the Georgia players together and side-by-side side and uh, showed uh, Devontae Wyatt and Jordan Davis and, uh, you know, one of the other players running side-by-side side down the 40-yard uh, dash. It's it, it just amazing, just amazing. Now, all of the Georgia players did great. All of them were very impressive. And it's estimated that every Georgia player improved their stock in the eyes of the NFL teams. Uh, Jordan Davis has got to be in. In fact, there's the projection now by Mel Kiper of ESPN that Georgia will have three number one picks in the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, just amazing, just absolutely amazing. Now, Jake Carmada, our punter was there, you know? Our, the Bulldogs punter, Jake Carmada, had a great career at the University of Georgia. Could have come back for, uh, you know, another season, decided to go into the NFL. Even Jake Carmada killed it on the 40 yard dash. He ran a 4.61. No, he ran a 
uh, an official 40-yard dash of 4.56. I mean, that's getting it. He's a punter. Uh, and, 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 and Jacob Arter, was, had, he was the fastest among the punters. Penn State's Jordan Stout was second uh, fastest at that position with a time of 4.65. Now, I guess you want your punter to be able to run. <laughs> well, you got to punt the ball and then go downfield and, you know, try to make the tackle. But, yeah, I, 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 Georgia just showed out. The University of Georgia, the players for the University of Georgia just showed out at the NFL Combine, continuing a great offseason for Georgia. All right, let's talk a little bit about spring football. By the way, the, uh, there's the – what is it? Yeah, okay, yeah, the USFL will kick off after uh, the uh, G-Day game at the University of Georgia, sometime in April, USF, USFL. So we'll have some spring football. And uh, the USFL does have a partnership with the NFL. They're not in competition with one another. The NFL's kind of making an investment with the USFL. The USFL have, what, eight teams in it? All their games will be from Birmingham, Alabama, which is kind of interesting. But uh, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Uh, so here, here in Georgia now, uh, here, here's our um, spring practice. Spring uh, practice um, for Georgia. Uh, spring practice will begin. When is that? on March the 15th. And here's what they do in spring practice. They practice on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Okay? Uh, and they'll start on March the 15th. And the 17th, 19th, and then they go to the next Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then the G-Day game will be on April the 16th. Sanford Stadium. And so the guys are all, yeah, did you see Kirby Smart and his address to the Georgia General Assembly? Now, that was cool. Uh, you know, uh, Kirby, and boy, he was all snazzed up in his best suit. And uh, he, he was there at the for the Georgia General Assembly. And, and you know, Georgia was being honored uh, by the assembly, and he made uh, a, a kind of a cool speech there for the Georgia General Assembly. And he was talking about you know, the guys are already doing workouts. And he said, you know, this morning at 6 o'clock, they were there out there at Sanford Stadium, down and dirty. Well, maybe not in the stadium, but they, they were out doing some early morning drills, 6 o'clock. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. If you want to maintain excellence, that's what you got to do. Uh, recruiting never ends. And so we, we kind of took a look at the 2023 recruiting rankings. 2022 has ended. Uh, Georgia probably now. But somebody asked me about the portal. Isn't Georgia going to get somebody for the? Uh, yeah, Nicobe Dean. Uh, Alan uh, wants wants to know the numbers on uh, Nicobe Dean. I don't have those in front of me, but he did great. He he did get a great, very impressive. He he he's projected maybe as one of the number one picks. All of our players did great. Uh, so in twenty twenty two. Oh, yeah. Somebody was asking me about the portal. Now, Georgia will pick up players out of the portal after spring drills. That's probably is what's going to happen. Nobody yet, but it's probably going to happen after the spring drills. And uh, Georgia will pick up some players in the portal. Now, Georgia ended the 2022 recruiting rankings with the number three class behind Texas A&M 
and uh, behind Alabama. And for the longest, as, as you project out the 2023, Georgia had the number one recruiting class projected for 2023. Um, let's see. Uh, but right now, that's not the case. Oh, Nakobe didn't work out, did he? No, he didn't. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Um, so it, 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 here's here's the rankings now for the 2023 class. You know, recruiting never ends. Never ends. Right now, Notre Dame has the number one class for 2023. Texas Tech is now number two. Arkansas is number three. I tell you what, some stuff is happening in Fayetteville. Georgia now is number four, has the number four ranked recruiting class for 2023. And that, that was because Georgia had two guys who decommitted from that class, opened up their, you know, commitment again. So I, but that doesn't mean they won't come to Georgia. They just, you know, say, okay, I want to look at some things again. So Georgia right now in 2023 uh, is ranked number four. Now, the reason why, you know, you know, these are, extremely early rankings and things are going to change mightily. You don't see Alabama on this list. They're not in the top 10 for the 2023 class. They will be there. You know, they will be there. And um, so you got Notre Dame, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Georgia, Penn State, Baylor, Ohio State, Iowa, Florida State, and Michigan State. Florida State's doing a good job recruiting for 2023 as well. So we'll keep an eye on what's happening uh, with that recruiting class, 2023. Um, you know, we, we were looking at, uh, you know, Coach Kirby Smart, just, you know, he's he's in his sixth season. He just finished his sixth season as the head coach at the University of Georgia. Here's Kirby Smart's record. I mean, the, this is stellar. Kirby Smart has a 66-15 and 15 record. That's a... Uh, 815 winning percentage. Along with the College Football Playoff National Championship, Kirby Smart is also has wins in the Orange Bowl, Peach Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Rose Bowl, four SEC East titles, one SEC championship wins, five wins over top four opponent opponents, and 15 wins over top 10 opponents. The dude can coach. And he is relentless as a recruiter. He's relentless as a coach. And if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan, you know, you might every now, and, every now and then question, why did Kirby do this? Why is he doing that? Why doesn't that happen? What's wrong with him doing this, that, and the other? But the man can coach. And Georgia is so fortunate. Uh, you know, you, you've seen what happens when a, a college will will mess up in, in hiring a coach. I mean, Auburn's in a mess with uh, Harson over there, and they've been in a mess for the last several coaches. And Tennessee's debacle with several head coaches. They're looking pretty good under Heupel now. Uh, you know, when, when you get down, it's hard to get back up in college football if you get really way down. Georgia is so fortunate to have Kirby Smart. And every now and then I'll say, well, Coach Smart, why are you doing that? Or why did that happen? Or why don't you do this? And, and so, but, but, you know, we're grateful for Coach Smart. He makes good decisions when it comes to hiring staff. He's a relentless recruiter. He, he's getting better at, at game management. I think he's getting better as a coach on the field during the games. I just, you know, 
uh, we're very grateful for Kirby Smart and what he does for the University of Georgia. Speaking of recruiting never ending, this is kind of cool. You know, Matthew Stafford guided the Rams to the Super Bowl win. And you might say, well, you know, uh, Matthew's, you know, Matthew Stafford now is an NFL player. His team just won. The Rams just won the the Super Bowl. But you can take you can take the dog out of Athens, but you can't take Athens out of the dog. You might be interested to know that Super Bowl champion, former UGA great Matthew Stafford, is in the recruiting process for a quarterback, 2024 quarterback named Dylan Raoli. And here's what Stafford has done. This, this uh, Dylan uh, Raoli. He's uh, in the 2024 class of, uh, of for recruiting, which means what? He's a sophomore, I guess. And um, he's in the 2024 class for recruiting. Well, uh, he, he struck up a friendship somehow with Matthew Stafford. And so Matthew, St Matthew Stafford's putting on the pressure to get this guy to come to the University of Georgia. He was in, um, he was in Arizona, right? He was in Arizona. Now he's in Texas. Uh, this this Dylan Raoli, he's got he's got offers from every major uh, college, Alabama, USC, all of them. And here's what Matthew Stafford has done: he's offered up his old number seven in red and black to Raoli if he chooses to go to the University of Georgia. Now my assumption is that he um, has struck a deal, maybe with Coach Smart. Hey, if this guy comes the University of Georgia, give him number seven, my old number at the University of Georgia. So you got Matthew Stafford out there on the recruiting trail trying to influence Dylan Raoli uh, to um, come to the University of Georgia. So there you go. Way, way to go, Matthew. We, we appreciate it. Um, just quickly, uh, you know, I, you, you don't know these names. You may know some of them, but there are a lot of recruits coming in if there was a dead period in recruiting until what March the first or something like that. So a lot of uh, recruits are coming to Athens now uh, to you know they they're showing they're given the red carpet treatment they're shown around the college and that kind of thing. And boy, there I got a list of them here. A lot of them on March the first, um, you know, it, it were in recent days, Sammy Brown, Caleb Downs. King Joseph Edwards, a uh, big recruit. Bo Hewley, Joseph Stone, were uh, they were in Athens. Coming up this weekend, uh, A.J. Harris, a cornerback. Nico Amaliva, he's a quarterback from California. He'll be on campus this coming weekend. Wide receiver Tyler Williams will also be on campus uh, March the 18th. Weekend of March the 18th, you've got all kind of guys going to be on on uh, campus on March the 18th, and then uh, March 21st, and the weekend of March 25th. So recruiting never ends. Recruiting never ends. And so uh, just you know, rest assured that Coach Smart and the guys are out there doing everything they because you see, we, to be elite, you have to be you know to to play elite you have to be elite in everything you do and the uh, coach smart applies that to himself when it comes to recruiting and he is relentless and and 
to win national championships, you got to have the players. Now, that is not a profound statement. That's just the truth. You got to have the players. You got to reload if you want to be there every year. Alabama's proved that. Georgia has proved that. Elite um, colleges have proved that. And so a lot of guys will be on campus, have been and will be in the days to come. You know, the other day, um, you know, at our house, my dear bride, uh, she puts up with a lot, you know. But what if we have movie night. Now, you might have movie night where you are, you know, at your home. You might have movie night, you know. Now, we're, we're parents and grandparents, but we still have movie night. And so we'll, like a Friday night or a Saturday night, we'll, we'll sit down and say, okay, well, well, let's watch a movie. Let's get our popcorn and let's watch a movie. We don't go out much to the movie theater anymore. Why? Just stay home and, you know. But, uh, and, and a lot of times, you know, I'm a good husband. I can measure how a good husband I am by the fact that my dear bride will say, well, let's watch this Hallmark movie. This Hallmark movie, you know, and I'll say, sure, honey, let's watch this Hallmark movie. And so we'll watch it. Say, I'm a good husband. But every now and then I'll tell my wife, I say, okay, honey, I, you know, I know you like this stuff. And I like it, kind of, sort of, maybe not as much as you, but okay, I'm there. I'm a good husband. But I'll tell her, I got to have a man movie tonight. I mean, <laughs> I got to have a man movie. We, 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 we got to have, you know, a little more meat on the bone here from uh, yeah, the, the movies we're going to watch. And so every now and then, uh, we'll, we'll watch. And we watched one the other night, American Underdog. It's a football movie. I love football movies. American Underdog. It's the story of Kurt Warner, uh, who, you know, he, he played in northern uh, northern Iowa, wasn't drafted, um, you know, worked at a grocery store, tried out for NFL teams. He was with the Packers for a day, <laughs> and they, they got him. Um, went to work at a grocery store as a stock boy. Eventually had the opportunity to work out for the St. Louis Rams, made the team. Trent Green was the uh, starting quarterback uh, for that season for the St. Louis Rams. He got hurt. They turned to Kurt Warner, rookie. Of course, he's, you know, older than your usual rookie. Anyway, American Underdog is the story of Kurt Warner. He, he, he went on to be a two-time NFL MVP. Super Bowl champion, Hall of Fame quarterback. It's a good movie. It is. I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, Zachary Levi played the part of uh, Kurt Warner. Anna Paquin was his uh, played the uh, part of his wife. Dennis Quaid. I love Dennis Quaid. He was in the movie. So if you want a good football movie, uh, American Underdog is a good one. So I have my list of my favorite football movies. And so uh, here we go. Now you know there are a lot of football movies. And you, your list will be different. But here's my list of my favorite football movies. One of them was a TV movie back in 1971, Brian's Song. And it's it's the story of a relationship between teammates Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers when they played for the Chicago Bears. Piccolo... Um, Later died of cancer, and he was diagnosed with cancer. James Caan, Billy D. Williams from Star Wars fame was in the movie. That, that's, that's one of my favorites. Remember the Titans, 
Oh, yeah, boy, I'm telling you, you talk, that's a good movie. Denzel Washington, you know the, the movie. Denzel, Will Patton, great actor. True story of an appointed African-American coach and his high school team on their first season as a racially integrated team. Boy, it's a good movie. Remember the Titans. The Blind Side. Now, I like The Blind Side, okay? Uh, Michael Orr, of course. You know, first round NFL uh, pick. Uh, Sandra Bullock, uh, Quentin Aaron, uh, Tim McGraw in that movie. I like the, bl uh, the Blind Side. Rudy. 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 I mean, on any list of football movies, you got to have Rudy, right? And you know the story, you know, the, the kid that always wanted to play for Notre Dame, and he walked on and was on the practice squad, and finally he was able to suit out for one game against Georgia Tech. And... Um, Sean Astin uh, was the star of that. The Express. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, you need to see this movie, The Express. It's the, the, the drama based on the life of college football hero Ernie Davis, the first African-American to win the Heisman Trophy. Now, that's a great movie. It's called The Express. Then We Are Marshall. Uh, you know, about the, the uh, plane crash uh, claimed the lives of uh, members of uh, Marshall University football team back some years ago. And then uh, the, the, the school started another, you know, football program. Matthew McConaughey, uh, a great job in that movie. So check that one out. We are Marshall. In fact, I'm going to watch that one again. It's been a while since I've watched that one. Another one on my list of great football movies is Facing the Giants. Now, you may have... <laughs> You might not have heard of this one, but it it it, it was um, actually made in and around Albany, Georgia. We're close to Albany, Georgia, and uh, it's it's a 2006 movie. Check it out, Alex Kendrick, Shannon Fields, and then another movie we saw recently, and it, great movie, a movie called Greater, Greater. And it's the story of a, a football player by the name of Brandon Burlesworth and how he walked on, true story, at the University of Arkansas. And he was this kid in, in high school. He was pretty good in high school, and nobody offered him any kind of you know, chance to play football at college. I think he got one offer. But he wanted to play at the University of Arkansas. He walked on at the University of Arkansas. Against all odds, he became a starter became an all-SEC player, was drafted in the NFL in uh, 1999 by the Indianapolis Colts. Unfortunately, 11 days after being drafted by the Colts, he lost his life in a car accident. It's an amazing story. Check it out. All right. So it's been the Dog Report and a movie review <laughs> tonight here on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Y'all be blessed. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that we really need to pray about. I know Bulldog Nation is a praying nation. We need to pray about all this stuff going on that we'll have peace in the world. Indeed. All right. God bless you all. Have a good night tonight. See you again soon here on Dog Talk on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report.
Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs. 